Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by EcomC, the place of everything related to Amazon FB and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of EcomC, and today we bring you a very special guest. His name is Don Hennig, and he's the co-founder of Acumi, where they specialize on anything that has to do with financing around your Amazon business, right? They are very good people when it comes to helping you scale your business. Um, and I think it's a pleasure to have you here, Don. I know you have an amazing background when it comes to business and entrepreneurship specifically. So that's why I want to make this episode a little bit dynamic. I want to start a little bit, you know, with a tips around entrepreneurship, your journey. And for sure, we can then highlight how Kumi basically can support a lot of Amazon sellers reach the next phase in their journey. So let me welcome you Absolutely. to the show, Don. It's a pleasure. Thanks, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm out just outside of New York. It's a cool morning, like 40, 45 <laughs> degrees, but it's beautiful. Nice and sunny. So, so. Yeah, I mean, here in London as well, it's becoming very cold. Uh, summer is definitely over. So now all, all people is back in their houses. You see all the parks empty. Usually here uh, in UK, when, when there is a little bit of sunshine, you see all the people in the parks getting crazy because yeah. here in UK, we don't get a lot of sunshine. But anyway... Uh, let's get started uh, with a little bit about you. I mean, you, I know you have an amazing background when it comes to business, as I just say, and I would like to, you know, use a couple of minutes just to to learn who is done. I mean, how you got started into business, why you chose to actually do your own business and, and go from there. Yeah. You know, that sounds great. You know, it's interesting when I get asked questions like this, it makes me think and it's really unusual, but I was interested in business and finance when I was a young child, you know, like 10, 11 years old, I would ask my father to bring home the Wall Street Journal or the penny stock news and I would okay. chart stocks. Like I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was I wanted to learn about this stuff. And, you know, I got a, a job as a paper boy, believe it or not, at 11 years old. And I live on Long Island. There's like 6 million people on Long Island. Yeah, I was I, I, I ended up taking my paper out and going door to door and selling more papers. So I built it to the largest route on Long Island. I was ranked the number one uh, salesperson for this newspaper on Long Island, uh, which okay. was you know, at 11 years old. At 12 yeah. years old, I asked my dad to take me to the bank because I wanted to take out a loan. And he said, wow. to me, why would you <laughs> yeah, great. a loan? <laughs> yeah, my parents understand. My father was you know, working in the government. My mother was taking care of me and my sisters. You know, they, they didn't believe in, they didn't I have see. a credit card. You know, they, they, so, so basically you come from a, a, um, a background that wasn't a business related at all, basically. You, you, you all. were the first entrepreneur basically in the family, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I was, I was brought up with uh, sayings like, you know, save your pennies for a rainy day. And I would say, I say to my father, oh, I'm going to spend my money to grow. And he looked yeah. at me like I was crazy, you know, like, how do you <laughs> do these things? But I always did it. I started a, an ice cream truck when I was 18 and made more money than I, ever. But my parents gave, sat me down and yelled at me, you know, all the risks I was taking. And I made a yeah. lot of money. I worked harder than anybody. I started yes, a yes, uh, financial planning company while I was still in college. Like, who's going to go to a young kid, wow. you know, 19, 20 years old for financial advice? Yeah. So I studied it all on my own. And I did it on my own. Wow. Go and work I'm, with somebody. I'm, I did it on my I'm own. What? And what do you and what do you think that started that interest from your side, like that spark? Because usually entrepreneurship, I feel that's something 
I have the belief that some something you are born with. I, I feel it's entrepreneurship. Yes. You can't really teach it. It's yours. You, you you are born with that. You you feel the need to do your own thing and, and pursue your own journey. So is that something you see you saw in your childhood that uh, allow you to pursue that as a, uh, in terms of doing your own things, or is just something that came natural to you and how you went from there? Yeah. It was. It just came natural to me. My, you know, my my family was not in favor of entrepreneurship or starting yeah. their own business. It's very, very risky. They believed in getting a job where you're going to have a pension, yeah. like work for the government or mm -hmm. the state or something like that, and you're going to have a pe pension and you're set for life. Nobody has to worry yeah. about you. Yeah. With me, I went a completely different way, <laughs> and, and you know, all I in. Had to, yeah, I yeah. went all in, you know, I, I bought my first house when I was in college, my second wow. house while I was in college, you know, bought brand new cars and, you know, things like that. It, you know, they're not the smartest investments, they're not investments, <laughs> but, you know, it was just what I was able to do because I had money at, at a young age. But also yeah. when you have money, you're able to go out and help others as well. Not only are you, you know, hiring people and, and training them and building their lives up and their families up. Uh, but you're also able to give money as well. So I'll never forget the first time, uh, you know, I always gave, but the first time it was around Christmas, it was snowing. I'll never forget the day <laughs> I was at work. And so I had, we had a Jeep was one of the cars. So I took the Jeep, which my, my wife normally drove. We have two kids and I, I go to work and it's snowing heavily. You know, we have like a foot of snow and <laughs> I had done some reaching out over the previous days to our local church to ask them about people in need. And mm. they said, yeah. And I said, all right, so give me who you have. And they gave me like three or four names. And, uh, you know, what I did was I went out and I did a complete food shop for these families. Mm. And then I figured out how many people were in the families and I would do uh, $50 per person. So, you know, if they had, you know, four people would be a couple hundred dollars, maybe yeah. I'd do 250 or $300, something along those lines. Plus, you know, another $150 in food, I think mm -hmm. they, there's no way they could afford this. Mm, and, yeah. you know, and then I would just knock on their door and say that, you know, I'm calling from St. Patrick's to drop a couple things off. And then I'd come mm. in with all these bags of stuff yeah. and, you know, they would be blown away and I would just leave. And that was it. They never know who I was. And wow. so I got home that day and I, my wife and the kids were in the kitchen. They were making a uh, gingerbread house, you know, okay. it was like a little, yeah, yeah. they're home from school in the snow. And, uh, you know, I told my wife what, what I had just done and she broke down crying and it was a family mm. moment and yeah. we've never done less than that. And we always do ton tons more ever since. And it's been a real family event and the kids get involved in it and, you know, we just go and do these things. It's I love that. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the beauties of, of entrepreneurship. I think. Uh, the fact that once you succeed as an entrepreneur and you definitely have more access to the right connections and capital, the best thing you can do is definitely support others that are in need. I, I have done that so sometimes as well. And definitely the, the, the feeling of, of seeing how your work then allow you to support people in need is definitely something that I, is the best feeling on the person. It's the best feeling. Like, you know, if you uh, write a check to a, a, a charity, that's all well and good. But when you're actually going to somebody who's in and need, you see it. And, yeah, yeah, it, it's completely different. You know, going to somebody's house and putting up a Christmas tree that they can't afford. You know, mm. uh, you know, I just did that again last year at somebody's house. You know, again, I don't want wow. them to know who I am. Mm. I don't want any thanks or anything like that. It's all from the church. They don't know any different. 
but you know and then we got it to the point that it was so big it was uncontrollable you know but it was tremendous but those are the things that entrepreneurs can do and should do and almost yeah. all do which is fantastic yeah but to go back to the story so i i you know i built a financial planning company i learned a little bit about mortgages and people wanted mortgages at that, that mm. point so i started a mortgage company and i built it to you know a very large size in new york state we were like one of the two or three largest in new york and i sold it mm. 10 years later uh, and then I started a mortgage broker franchise. It's an industry that mm. was never done before. So I tied the industry together. I sold it to, um, uh, we signed up 760 companies nationwide in wow. 18 months. Yeah. And wow. I sold Congrats. it in 18 months. Hey, that was yeah. fun. But then <laughs> yeah, I took I time bet. off and I, and I jumped to another industry. I, I look like, what do I want to do? I love being on the fields with the kids playing soccer or football, you know? So yeah. I started a soccer newspaper. There was no, there were no digital at the time. So I, wow. you know, I didn't know anything about it. I just yeah. saw a need and I had zero knowledge and I just dove in just like I had almost zero knowledge. The entrepreneurship it. spirit made you, I need to go for it. I need to solve this issue and go just, for it. Just go do it. Yeah. Just go do yeah. it. Why go, you know, just go yeah. do it. You know, yeah. I, I have a saying that is, um, I, I think everybody would appreciate and it's, what I think about when I'm starting a business and it's very simple, start stupid. You mm. will never know enough. You will never yeah. know everything. You need to make and mistakes. Yeah. You got to just go. So if you knew everything that you know now, yeah. and when you started, you know, six years, seven years ago, eight years ago, and if you look down the, the road and saw everything that you know now, you would say, wow, that is a mountain to climb. Uh, yeah. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. But you took the first step and then you took the second step and then the next step and you stumble a few times, but yeah. you keep learning. And now you have an agency that other sellers come to, to say, hey, Vincenzo, can you help me? Can you do yeah. this for me? And you yeah. can because you're an expert. So, yeah. you know, but you I, never could be an expert out of the box. You yeah. Start I, somewhere. Yeah, I totally agree. I think uh, we call that paralysis analysis and we see that a lot in the commerce space. People think that they need to have all the steps from A to Z up to the moment they exit the business perfect. Yeah. Understand every single step along the way. And that's not usually how it works. I mean, you just need to dive in and figure it out along the way. And that's actually one of the main questions I had for you because I know you as an entrepreneur for sure is not all rainbows and colors i mean there's definitely some uh, difficulties around the way and I, I would like to touch on some of them around what is usually what what were the most difficult like moments around your journey that you find you were you wanted to give up and, and how, how you were coming you can share them yeah sure uh, uh i'll give you a couple of thoughts uh i you know one was going back to that first mortgage company uh you know i i came home one day uh, i took one day off I had gone out, <laughs> just take a step back. I had gone out to my partners. I had two partners who did okay. nothing, who were not involved at all. And mm -hmm. after, you know, running the business and building the business after six months, I, I took no money and I went to them and I said, look, this is not working as a partnership. Yeah. You guys are not doing anything. You haven't brought in business. You haven't done anything. I've done everything. So let's break this up, you know, in an amicable way. And so I said, think about it for two weeks and then I'll come back and we'll sit down and we'll figure out how to split it up, you know, fairly. Yeah. Well, a few days later, I had gone out with my brother-in-law one afternoon 
Well, these guys, uh, there were three of them actually, they came into my office and stole everything in a corner. I mean, physically. Yeah, it was really bad. And back then, you know, this is before the internet. So, yeah, you know, so you couldn't record anything. You, share couldn't it. Get anything. you know, it's not like yeah. I have a backup computer. No, they took the checkbook. The checkbook was everything. They took yeah. our phone system. They took everything, all of our files. There was wow. no digital. Yeah. So we're done. Well, anyway, long story short, I end up negotiating just for a little bit because I knew the files that were going to close fast and that would give me cash flow. But mm -hmm. that night, I came home, you know, when I learned that they had come in and, and stolen everything, my assistant was over my house with my wife. They were both crying and, mm -hmm. you know, we're out of business. We're done. My wife is six months pregnant. I have mm -hmm. $1,300 in the bank. That's it. That's all I had to my name. Mm -hmm. We yeah. owned our house, but we didn't have any money. Yeah. You know, so what do you do? I told my assistant, go out and find the smallest office you can find, the cheapest <laughs> office you can. And she did. So the next day I signed a, a lease for a new office. There was there were gaps under the door so that in the wintertime, <laughs> snow would come into the office. Wow. You know, it was like, wow. I, I went out, I bought a phone system. I went out and I found desks for free and, you know, built an office a year, maybe two years later. I was one of the largest in New York State and the other company that, you know, they kept the company. The, the attorney general of New York state put them out of business wow. and almost put them in jail. And I did nothing to do that. I didn't participate. I didn't go after them. I didn't spend one minute in negativity thinking about them. All I thought yeah. about was positive. Let's grow this thing. Very, very focused. And I went after it hard and I became wow. a leader in the entire industry and, uh, uh, the president of the national association. And, you know, I mean, wow. Congrats yeah. on that. I, I think one thing that I love about this story is how, first of all, you you kept your positivity, and second of all, you didn't uh, look at your past and and go stuck in the past. Because a lot of people, when this happened to them, they just say, "Oh, now I'm a failure because this happened, or these people did this to me, or I'm blah blah blah, all the excuses." Yeah. But you pivoted, and 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 you basically use that actually. I'm pretty sure as a strength and a motivation. And I'm yep. pretty sure that helped you go through those uh, dark nights when you were struggling during those beginnings, right? Which is really yeah. nice to hear. It, yeah. it's, it's very scary time, especially when your wife is six months pregnant mm. and, you know, and your father-in-law is looking at you like, oh, you have, you should have both done a job. Yeah, yeah. Like a traditional way. <laughs> yeah. And my father's telling me, go, you know, get a government job. You know, yeah. no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. You know, nothing yeah. against that. It's just not what I wanted to do. But that yeah. was one challenge. I'll give you another one that's pretty crazy. I was running yeah. a company. I didn't own the company because it was a uh, it was a publicly held company. Okay. And it was a mortgage company, and I had built it. So I had, you know, I was the the highest paid person in the entire company by far. Okay. But I wasn't the owner of it. I was just uh, like really in charge of sales. Like a CEO kind of. No, I wasn't a CEO. The CEO was I reported into the CEO. Okay. So anyway. Uh, this is during the financial meltdown and, you know, mortgage right. companies, as everybody knows, went out of business. Well, yeah. this company, we had 7,000 employees. Wow. And yeah, 
And all of a sudden we had plenty of money and then something happened in the, in the markets where the money was taken out of our accounts by the banks, you know, without getting into all the details. It's a pretty interesting story, but it's a lot yeah. longer than we're going to have. Today. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, what do you do when I got fired? So did everybody else on that Friday and people are leaving the, the building in, in tears, you know, and, you know, it was a heartbreaking, heart, brutal week to say mm. the least. Well, what do you do? Well, what I did was I went to the bankruptcy attorneys and I said, I need my computer. I need access to the building. I need my computer on. And I have seven people that I want to work with me uh, for, for one week. And they said, no, you know, it's against all the security rules. We can't do it. Mm. Not happening. Yeah. Well, I told them, look, what I'm going to be doing here is helping people get jobs. So, you know, you got to do it. Anyway, yeah. I shamed them into it. They turned on the seven computers, gave us access to these offices around the country. And over the next week, we put um, over 1,500 people into jobs wow. all over the country. Yeah, it was never worked harder in my life. Uh, also, so that's one thing. The second part of that story, because imagine, you know, this is a heartbreaking thing. Especially, yeah. you know, also you go from earning a lot of money to no money. To zero one day. And you have zero. a lifestyle, you have expenses that you, you, you and all happens overnight. But, but you see, you brought up, that's exactly the point. So what did I do? This is a Friday. The next day on that Saturday, I, again, I went to a, um, uh, what they call a hospitality center. So like a, a soup, soup kitchen yeah. where they feed hundreds of people every single day, multiple meals. They, they clothe people, they mm -hmm. do everything that they have to do. And the next morning, the first thing I did was go out to the bank and I got $5,000 in cash. And I went over to the hospitality center and I gave them the $5,000 to help them wow. with what's going on. Right. And, you know, the way, and then the next week I was, I put in roughly 1500 people in, in jobs. So the point is, when bad things happen to you, how do you look at that? What you need to do is not look at yourself, but go take care of somebody else. Very bad true. stuff happens to you. Do something good for somebody else. I and never eventually it's going to come back to you. Eventually it's going to come it back. It will, but you, you know, you don't do it for that reason. But I will tell you, I, I never, you know, it was a, it was a crushing uh, time mm. that personally I never felt it because I was focused on helping other people. That's so, interesting. You know, yeah, you basically kept your, your your mind busy and that actually made me now jump to other of the topics which I wanted to touch, which is mindset. I mean, eh, entrepreneurship, I feel it's all around mindset. If, if, if you have a weak mindset, I mean, these things can destroy you and, and sometimes yep. people don't come back from this. So I wanted to ask you, what were you doing to keep, to keep you know, motivated, stay on, on your toes, do the, the, the things right? Because when this happened to a lot of people, I mean, people just lose it, right? So it, you had some habits, you are doing a specific a routine. So what kept you a, on track during those difficult times in terms of mindset? Yeah. Well, there's a few things. And, you know, there, there were many months after that, that every day I was just helping people. You know, because people went through some bad times and they looked at me as a leader. So I made yeah. sure I, I got an email. I would pick up the phone and call people and, and help them through it as best I could. You know, any which way I could do it, whether it be writing letters of, you know, recommendation for them, all different things. Uh, but mindset is critical. And for me, 
you know, I, I think you have to do a couple of things. You have to stay in shape. You have to exercise. You have to move your mm -hmm. body. And, you know, yeah. you have and yet and you have to read positive things. So, you know, if you're reading the news all day, yeah, you're, not, oh you're not helping yourself. But if you're no. reading positive books and, and positive publications, yeah. that's going to get you up there. And the third thing I would say, you know, eating healthy, you know, so constantly eating healthy exercise, uh, doing good things for your mind. But the, the, the final thing for me is a morning routine. So what I like okay. to do, and I do it to this day, and I've been doing this for probably 15 years. So wow. every morning, just interesting, you know, I, I have this five minute journal and okay. it's really simple, but it's what's interesting about it. So I fill it out every day, you know, okay. just very simple, you know, three things that, I'm, uh, that you're grateful for. So you start okay. your day every day. I start with a cup of coffee and wow. writing down three things I'm grateful for. Then okay. three things that will make today great. And mm. then just a statement. I am. And it could be, what did I say today? I am ready for success and fun was what today. Like that. But also what I do is while I'm doing that, I have pictures of my parents, my, wow. uh, my kids and us, you know, in, in Germany, my sisters, my grandparents, aunts and uncles. And then at the behind all of that is a picture of me and, uh, and it's standing up uh, at Eagle's Nest in, in Austria, Germany, right on the border. Yeah. And, you know, what I, what I do is I look at everybody and I say, thank you for making me a king of the mountain, you know, putting me on yeah. top of the mountain and wow. always supporting me and believing in me. And, That's you know, so powerful. Super it's powerful. powerful. Because and it's then, all about visualization. I mean, you visualize all that every single morning and that keep you always uh, targeting towards your goals, you know? Uh, because if you just say it and you don't track your progress, it's like it just words that then stay in the air, you know? So super powerful. And, and, and so I do that and then I go off to the gym or I okay. go into the sauna. I have a sauna in my house. So I, you know, okay. I'll either do the gym or the sauna. I do the gym four days, I do the sauna three days. And, okay. and, and then, you know, I, I come back, I've already done positive stuff and positive mindset, uh, healthy stuff. Uh, I have my own eating way of doing it's all healthy and, and good. And now I'm ready to take on the world. I'm ready to yeah. look at email and, you know, news and whatever, and just, and my, my things to do list. And the other yeah. key thing that I think people would, you know, that what I try to do is write down the night before three things that I want to do tomorrow. Okay. And so if I write down, like everybody's got a things to do list. Our yeah. list is, you know, this long, <laughs> yeah. so long. Yeah. And you keep, we keep adding things to it all day long, every day. Well, you're not going to, you know, then you have to waste time to go through this long list. What do I want to do next? Do I want to do this? Oh, it's going to take too much time. Mm. Do I want to do that? I don't know. You know, maybe I feel like doing this. And then the phone rings. Oh, maybe I'll take that call. <laughs> and you got nothing done. I so know. what I look to tomorrow, what are the three things I can do to be successful, to consider it a success? Mm. I look at my three, my, my things to do list and I take out three key things that are important mm. for me to get done. And normally you know, at least one of them is one of those things that you just don't want. Yeah, to, you keep moving, you, know, you keep moving, you keep yeah, moving. Yeah, it just yeah. gets, it, I should have done it a week ago. And then I should have yeah. done it, you know, the next day, and then the next day, 
And so then I put it on the list. I'm doing this tomorrow. I'm doing it yeah. first. And yeah. now next thing you know, you, you it might be four o'clock in the afternoon and I've got none of it done, but then yeah. I get the rest of it done like this or yeah. on really good days when I'm on, I get them all done by noon. And now yeah. I look at the whole day. You feel like, like a superhero. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> and now I look at my big list and I pick another one to do and I feel good and I can bang that one out and I can bang the yeah. next one out. And it's like, man, this is yeah. great. So wow, the, wow. The, the key is to limit it to three things. So, good. Very so nice I'm going to do one, one last thing. One last okay. thing. Then I'll shut up. Uh, speaking of three things, if you keep your goals short or small, mm -hmm. you will always achieve them. So you'll, you'll never be able to say, no, I can't do that. So I'm going to give you an example. You want to go work out. And I did this many years ago when I had stopped working out for a period of time. I was playing racquetball, but I wasn't doing any push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups. So I said, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to start working out. I'm going to get up. First thing I'm going to do is go on the floor and do you know, whatever, 40 push-ups and 40 sit-ups and you know 20 pull-ups. I get up and what do you do? You do what you've been doing for the last years. Go straight yeah. into the shower. Brush <laughs> my teeth, go into the shower. Wait a minute, now I'm in the shower. I can't do it now because I'll be Yeah, sweating. it's an excuse, the, yeah. The next yeah. day, I say the same thing. What do I get up? I'm not thinking straight into the shower. I can't yeah. do it now. So yeah. then I changed my goals. I said five push-ups and five sit-ups. Even if I'm in the shower. I could come out and yeah. still do five push-ups and five sit-ups. I mean, yeah. so, you know, I came out and I did it the next day. Same thing. I came out and I didn't just do five. I did 20 and 20. I'm like, okay, you know, I don't want to get sweaty. Yeah. The next day I did same thing. I did 20 and 20. Now I'm in a bit of a habit and I got up the next morning mm. and I remembered I can, I can, I can work out. I can do five. Yes. No, now I'm doing 40 and 40. And now you start building from there. But if you keep yeah. the goal so small that you can't mm. not do it, you can't help. Yeah. Them. Yeah. It's all about keep showing up and you keep building a habit until a mom that is like automatic, like you're brushing your teeth, as you said. That's right. You just, you, you can't live without that. So yeah, it's amazing. But then keep, your, keep your big goals really big. Yeah. yeah. Don't ever think small. Big, think big, awesome. big, big. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So now I would like to also jump in terms of um, basically the information we feed to our mind, right? Because we as entrepreneurs, the reality is we need to keep learning on a daily basis. Yep. The, the world is so dynamic that on a week time, so many things change economically in business, everything. And I would like to ask you how, how you as a businessman right now decide which information you feed to your mind in terms of articles, books, podcast, etc. how you prioritize the content uh, to make sure that you don't put like the wrong content in your mind and that you're actually using your time efficiently in terms of learning. If, if you have some tips around that, yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting because most of the industry is younger than me. You know, I'm 63 right now. And, you know, it looks super young, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you know, I've done all of this multiple times. And I've built many different businesses in various industries from entertainment, publishing, mortgage, mm -hmm. real estate, all over. And, you know, I read all the books on, you know, mindset and yeah. positivity, but I believe in positivity. You know, I, I mm -hmm. grew up that way. I, I believed that, you know, there's nothing I can't do. 
So that's it's just something that's built in, in, in into me. Uh, so, you know, I, I find that people today, you know, your age and other people that are leaders in the industry are reading all of these books and they're like, oh, did you read this? Did you read that? <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I read the original version <laughs> of that, you know? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's all positive. So, you know, I read certain, you know, uh, 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 what do you call it? Newsletters and things mm -hmm. like that. I definitely read books. Uh, you know, I'm always reading, reading something. And right now what I've been trying to do is read some fiction books. Some, you know, uh, okay. you know, just novels just to get my head out of just reading about business and just reading about personal development. I know. I when know. you get into a good book, that's, uh, you know, fiction, but really, really, really well written. It's like, man, this is, I, I'm in another world. I can't wait to get back to the book. You know, know. so it's, it's different. So yeah, I do a yeah. lot of that. That's great. Yeah, the reason why I wanted to ask you is because me personally, I have that thing that every single book that gets out, oh, I need to read it because that's going to allow me to grow more and do more business. Or if, if I don't read a book, it's because I'm behind. And then you start going that vicious cycle. And yep. I just wanted to 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 hear from you as well. Um, what were your habits around reading and all of that? Because I feel sometimes if you just, everything that you do is just learning, sometimes that also bad for you because you just paralysis analysis as we we're speaking so that's why i wanted to i agree that. and you have to let your mind be free and just you know just be creative just enjoy some you know some dead time if you will if you're reading a, a fiction book it or you may not be mm -hmm. learning something per se but you are learning and your mind is you know is calming down and going into other parts mm -hmm. of your of your brain or working and churning and you it, it helps you in immune immutable innumerable ways yeah 100 great so now um i mean all these tips are amazing i love your journey and everything you shared so far so thank you very much thank for you. that and uh, and now i would like to jump into akumi uh, sure. i would like to touch a little bit about this new business journey you have i mean the amount of support you're giving to amazon sellers and the feedback i hear from the community is amazing and later you also been supporting a lot the uh, spanish community Yes. Uh, which I also uh, uh, thank you for that because I feel in, in that language we don't have a lot of you know events, webinars, and all of that. And seeing That's that true. you are investing to that is it, it, nice to see because definitely there is potential there. Now we love, um, we love doing that. Yeah, it's amazing. So let's talk about Krumi. So uh, tell us a little bit how Krumi came into creation. I mean, uh, how you went from doing mortgages and all these different backgrounds to actually jump into e-commerce uh, um, and specifically uh, supporting Amazon sellers, yeah? It's kind of crazy, but I, what I ended up doing was uh, after I got out of my last business, I uh, sold it and I uh, I retired. You know, I, I didn't necessarily call it retirement. I was just going to take a break as I've done yeah. two other times in my career. And I figured maybe I'll take six months or a year or whatever and just, you know, do nothing. Try to just clean okay. the closets and, you know, you know, get out in the yard and do basic stuff. Well, that lasted five years and I kept learning and I kept researching things and just enjoying life all the time, traveling everywhere. My wife and I boating all the time. You okay. know, life was great. And then a friend of mine from 20 years earlier told me about Amazon and Amazon yeah. sellers. I didn't know anything. I had no idea. I never heard of FBA and FBM. I thought <laughs> Jeff Bezos delivered everything, you know? So yeah. I had no idea. 
So, you know, I love helping people grow businesses and I love mentoring younger people. So those are the two things that the five years that I was out, those are the two things that I did all the time. I was Mm. constantly on, you know, scheduled calls with people, basically being their consultant and their mentor and helping them do things that, you know, in business and and in life. Uh, And it was great. So when I heard about all these Amazon sellers and I pictured (laughs) them all as being younger and, you know, trying to grow businesses and not necessarily knowing how to grow businesses and could use some help. I went to bed that night and I had a dream and it's a dream unlike any dream I've had in many years where I used Mm -hmm. to dream about building these big businesses. Mm -hmm. Well, I went to bed that night and I pictured myself on a stage with thousands of these Amazon sellers out there. And I was on stage. I don't know what I was saying, but I was saying yeah. something to help them grow their business. So it was it got inside me very quickly. So wow. we did we did a lot of research on the lending opportunities, and I didn't like anything that was being done in the industry personally. Mm-hmm. It just you know was not yeah. was not positive in my mind, and I wouldn't want yeah. to be a part of it. And that's what I said to my partner. I said I don't want to be a part of this. And mm-hmm. he said to me, Well, why don't we do something different? I said like what? He said, I don't know, let's brainstorm it. So we, we came up with a, a model for financing Amazon sellers that should have been the model when financing was created 2,000 years ago. This is the way it should have been done. Instead, mm. it was done not to help you as a seller to grow. It was done to protect the lender. Greedy so, mindset, well, basically. Yeah, they want yeah, that crazy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. reverse it. And how about I take the risk instead of you taking the risk? Mm. that's crazy and and that's probably our biggest problem is because people don't you know they're like wow this sounds Mm. too good to be true but here's what we do we don't charge any interest we don't charge any fees right there people like come on there's there's something there (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, come on it it can't be but no we don't charge any interest we don't charge any fees uh we don't have a term so use the money for as long as you want or as short as you want if you take the money from us and you know you pay it back next month. That's it. You owe us nothing else. That's mm-hmm. the end of it. Uh, you know, if you take it for two years, three years, you don't have to tell us. You just tell it, take it for as long as you want. You pay it yeah. back as you as you, as is right for you, and you take out more when you want more. But it's like it's like having your that's, own personal bank, and and crazy. we don't require monthly payments. Wow. It sounds crazy. Yeah, but think yeah. about it. Monthly payments make no sense. Yeah, you it kills your cash flow. Basically, it kills the it cash kills flow, your yeah. cash flow. Yeah, it kills yeah. your cash flow. So right now, you're trying to grow your business. You have all these opportunities, but you have to take money out of your business and send it to yeah. a lender. Whose favor yeah. is that? And it's not in your yeah. favor. It's not good yeah. for your business. You yeah. know. So so here's something to think about. And I'm going to come back to this to you know how we make money in a second. But there is actually a cost to monthly payments. Is a calculation. And that's the crazy thing. So it's the simplest calculation. Let's just say your ROI is 10%, okay, mm-hmm. per month. All right. Just use that as an example. And now let's say your monthly payment on your loan is $12,000. All yeah. right. You borrowed $100,000. You're going to pay back $12,000 a month. Well, $12,000, if you didn't have to pay that back and it was being used in your business, you would make 10% on that, $1,200. Yeah. So by taking $12,000 out of your business, it's not just hurting your business that way, but you're also losing the profit on that $1,200 
not just this month, but every month going forward. Yeah. And now ne next month you make another $12,000 payment. Now you're losing $2,400 a month yeah. in profit. It is Crazy. killing your business and you don't even know it. Yeah. So, so yeah. how do we make money? What we do is we get a, a, a percentage of profits for as long as you use our money. That's it. And the way that we did the percentage is we set it up so that the seller can't lose. So at a high level, this is not the details, but at a high level, the seller earns 100% of the profit on their money. Plus, they get half the profit on our money. They can't well, lose. They can't yeah. lose. Yeah. What as long as you are doing the, the right things, it's a win-win for both sides. Yeah. They can, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, sellers ask me, well, what if what happens if I lose money? We mm -hmm. don't get anything. You don't owe us anything. We didn't earn anything. What if I what if I don't make any money for five months? What mm -hmm. do I owe you? The same amount that you took from us. No, not another penny. Uh, what if I get suspended? Well, if you get suspended, you're not going to earn any money. We're not going to earn any money. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, you say no payments. How long you know, can I do that for? A few months? No, you can do it as long as you want. So yeah. we have sellers that are with us right now that haven't paid in over two years. Wow. But, but you can imagine how they're growing. So yeah. they're, all the money stays in the business. We're not taking any money out. They typically don't take any money out or very little. And the business is growing by leaps and bounds. You know, and when they exit, all we get is our investment plus our accrued profits. They keep 100% of the upside. We don't own any of the business. Wow. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an amazing system. I love it. And and that's why it's having Thank so you. much success in, in the Amazon community. I feel everybody's talking about Kumi and everything I hear is positive uh, around uh, the company. Uh, it's definitely amazing what you guys are doing. So congrats on that. Thank, um, thank you. We, ju we just did a quick survey of all of our clients, even past clients. And it looked I think it was something like 99 point something <laughs> came back as, you know, would you refer us to a friend came back as yes. a 10? Yes, they would. Yeah. And the comments they made, so heartwarming and really beautiful. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And now let's talk about it very quickly so we can start concluding. Is there any specific requirement like anybody can apply? Do I need to be a huge seller, a medium seller, or anybody can, you know, start the application sure. as soon as they want? Yeah. Sure. Uh, you have to be in business six months profitably. Because if you're not okay. profitable, you know, we don't yeah. make anything. <laughs> sure, so sure. we, we care about that. We don't look at your credit report. We don't look at your financial statements or any of that stuff. We just look at your inventory and see that it's turning over and that's making money. Uh, okay. And, and we go down as low as $10,000. So mm. what we do is we okay. match whatever you have in the business. So think about whatever your inventory at cost is. So if your inventory at cost was, you look at it, it's $18,000. And your receivable from Amazon is $2,000. Then we would say you have $20,000 of capital in the business. Mm. All right. That's okay. what we would call capital. And we would match that. We would okay. give you, we don't want to have more money in the business than you, but whatever amount you have will match. And as your business grows, we'll grow with you. You could keep taking more. If you pay wow. us down, there's more uh, available. If you, yeah. you know, if you're flush with cash in March because you got slow, that's yeah. when you should make payments because that's yeah. smart. And wow. that reduces it, it, our profit. It's a no-brainer. I mean, it's I definitely a no-brainer. <laughs> you made it perfect, I, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. Awesome. So, I mean, thank, yeah, thank you, Don. I mean, to be honest, thank everything you. we discussed today around uh, entrepreneurship, business, your journey, and now Kumi is fantastic. It's definitely a pleasure to have you here. Uh, my pleasure, really. Yeah. 
So it's definitely uh, great. And and now I would like to uh, also give you the last uh, minute or so, so you can share also how people can get in contact with you if they want to ask sure. you some questions and how they can also get started with Akumi, if the link and all of that. Yeah. Sure. The best way to reach me really is through LinkedIn. I love connecting with people. You know, I got frustrated when I got into this industry and I would try to connect <laughs> with people and they would see I didn't have an e-commerce background mm. and they wouldn't even connect with me. I, was like, I know. What's going I know. On? Here, I, I, here, if they looked at my background and saw all the things that I've done, they would they would want to talk to me. But yeah. you know you were missing was, the e-commerce guru on your title. Exactly, that's right. exactly. <laughs> Talks about e-commerce. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, so it, I'm not that person. If you reach out to me on LinkedIn, I will connect with you. If you send me any questions or whatever, we're gonna connect. If you want to have a conversation, we're gonna talk. You know, I can't tell you how many sellers have reached out to me who haven't even started yet but they're trying to start and they're looking for some guidance. They're looking for maybe somebody to pick them up and, you know, help them along. Mm. I talk to every single one of them and people awesome. are blown away by that because, you know, there's only so many hours in a day, but that's what I do. That's important that's to me. So if I can help you, I'm going to help you. And if yeah. you're interested in capital to grow your business, there's nothing better than what we have. And you just go to accrueme.com. Very simple, accrueme.com and it, click on get a funding offer. And awesome. it takes about two to three minutes to fill out the application. We're going to ask you for access to your, your store, you know, the, the seller central. Uh, and then we're going to come back and ask for your cost per unit. And that's it. And then we'll give you a complete uh, proposal. We'll outline the entire program in plain English. So you don't have to worry about, you know, legal documents and all that stuff. The little print. Be, yeah. Yeah. No, no. There'll be no little print. And not, 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 and not only that, but we get on the phone and go through it with you line awesome. by line to make sure you know everything. You will not, you will not work with a crew me and a month later say, oh, I didn't know that. Not going to happen. Yeah. Wow. You're going to know everything. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And by the way, yeah. we are the number one rated capital provider on Seller Central. Number yeah, one. I was going to say that. You guys are killing it. So yeah. How cool Amazing. is that? <laughs> and, and, and as you said, in English and in Spanish. Wow. We love yeah. helping the Spanish. So Spanish. looking forward to to see you in our languages as well very soon. I'm, I'm sure you're planning for that as well. <laughs> we are. We are. Absolutely. Awesome. So thank you very much, Don. It's been a pleasure. I'm looking forward to having you on the next one. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Vincenzo. I really appreciate it. I really do. Bye-bye.